We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. Prepare yourself. Okay, let's go. Hi, this is Dan Aykroyd. He's progressive. He's beautiful. He's thoughtful. He's intelligent. He's powerful. He's positive. He is Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Empowering listeners from the U.S. to the U.K. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco. everyone for joining Ms. Barely Ray. That's I'm in love. Live on air with Stephen Cook on Power 98.5. Welcome to the show, Ms. Barely Ray. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You are welcome. Uh, there's going to be more music out because I see two tracks right now. Never been this lonely and I'm in love. So you got anything else that we got to look forward to in 2021? Yeah, I'm hoping uh, definitely within the first of the year, uh, I'm going to have one for sure, maybe two um, new singles. I'm trying to work on an EP, which would be super cool. Um, it's just timing is everything. And I'm, I'm waiting for the right time. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to get to the golden nugget of what inspires you every day at the age of 18 your your bio is very very long for an 18 year old um and uh it's exceptional thank you so what's the back end story you're welcome like like has this always been your calling and you knew from the beginning, that music is it, uh, teaching, and now the voice. So I definitely knew that performing on stage was, you know, my calling just at five years old. Um, I was a competitive clogger, and I did that for 11 years, but I started at age five, and I loved performing. I loved making people smile, um, you know, through a performance, and I still do to this day. Um, when I was about seven years old, I 
started singing in church with my mom. Uh, she sang when I was growing up. Um, it was always in church, and we did a duet. And that's where I picked up a microphone. And then when I was about 13, I took a trip to Branson, Missouri with uh, my vocal studio. And that's where I knew that performing was what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And still to this day, I love, you know, performing on stage, making people smile through music. Um, you know, to this day, I do live performances and gigs all around Oklahoma and Texas and Arkansas. So I keep the same um, momentum going. Um, and I still love to perform on stage. You know, I knew that I, I love to do that at age five. So that's kind of how it all started and how it's going. I read that you are an avid vinyl collector. Has that influenced you in many ways where it's conditioned you as an artist, as a performer? That's definitely a different story. Um, that's actually how I got started on traditional country music. Um, I am a classic country music singer. Um, that's, you know, I sing all the classics and that's what I intend to do and um, plan to do for as long as I can. So um, I actually got those as a gift. Um, my first vinyl collection, um, it was from my grandma and she had found them at a garage sale and they were my great, great grandmothers because they had her name written on them and she just happened to find them at a garage sale. Um, so it was a really, really cool, um, accident. Actually, mm. she found them on accident and they had my great, great grandma's name on them. And she gave those to me, um, at Christmas with a record player. And, um, that's kind of how I got started on classic country music and how I started my vinyl collection. If I were to be at your house for dinner, what would you pick out of your vinyl collection? As I'm sitting there drinking my glass of champagne, which I hope would be there. I know you're 18. You wouldn't drink, but maybe <laughs> your, your mom or dad or someone would be like, here, Steven, you want a glass of champagne or something? What would yes. I be listening to? <laughs> Definitely Merle Haggard. Um, I have several albums of his, and he's always been one of my favorite artists. So uh -huh. definitely Merle Haggard. As a guitar, ukulele, and a vocal coach um, at Shonda Rain's Studios, what would you say to your students as a life lesson, knowing that you don't need to live 40, 50 years? You can learn something about life in six months, one year, someone of your caliber, what would be the saving grace, the words of wisdom that you would want your students to know to help their journey be much more easy than maybe where it's at right now? Yeah. Um, their music journey. Is that what you're? Absolutely. Or in, or in okay. general. Yeah. Yeah, definitely for their music journey. Um, you know, in the short amount of time that I've been on The Voice, I've learned so much. Um, maybe it's not the same opportunity that they might have, but uh, any opportunity to be able to learn and grasp some things like that, um, that I have learned from The Voice, would be absolutely incredible for them. And 
this is going to impact my life, you know, for the rest of my life. And I hope they have opportunities that are the same. Um, all of my students are so great and they have amazing potential. And I can definitely say that, you know, any and all opportunities that you have, take them because you never know what you're going to learn from them. With that, if one of your students were to come to you and ask, Ms. Barely Ray, I'm going to audition for The Voice. What do I have to look forward to? And what would you say to someone like me that you know so very well to put myself out there in front of millions of people? What would ease my mind? What would you say to your student? Definitely to still go for it, even though it's a very, very long process. It's a um, kind of nerve wracking process once, you know, you get going. But it's just an amazing process. It's an amazing experience. So I would say definitely go for it. You have so many things to look forward to um, on the show. You're making friends for life and um just to get your name out there and get your um, name out to this humongous crowd and this audience is amazing as it is. Um, If you don't make it far in the competition, if you just make it to the blinds, that's fine because you still have put your name out there and you have put yourself out there as an artist. And that's one of the hardest things that a musician or an artist can do. What did it feel like or does it still feel something to you to have that stage all to yourself while you're performing on the voice? It, um, it was awesome. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was so nervous. Um, I think that's natural though (laughs) for anyone about to, you know, walk up on a stage in front of four of the most amazing artists in, (laughs) you know, the world. It's um, it's definitely nerve-wracking, but I wouldn't have traded it for the world because look where I ended up. Um, I'm on John Legend's team, mm-hmm. and that is mm-hmm. just so cool. And um, it was definitely a little weird, you know, to I, – I don't think it's all kind of sank in yet. Um, it's definitely surreal. <laughs> How would you like to listen to your live – on the knockout, when John decided, I cannot let Ms. Bailey Ray go. During the knockouts and the battles, they're always um, more nerve-wracking uh, than we probably look because you just never know what your coach is going to want on his or her team. And um, that moment of kind of silence when they're like, the winner of this knockout is mm. it's um it's definitely a scary moment but it's just the build up to it is absolutely insane cuz they kind of they kind of leave you on the edge and um whether it's deciding or just for you know dramatic effect it's definitely scary um but i'm so honored that he picked me um for both rounds battles and knockouts I'm going to say, and while everyone is here with us live on air with Stephen Quoke on Power 98.5, let's take a listen 
to your knockout. How about that? Let's get, let's do it. <laughs> Here we go. Billy Ray on NBC, the voice season 19. How does that make you feel to hear that? I've listened to it about a thousand times <laughs> and <laughs> um, it's definitely still surreal, obviously, but um, it's just, you're your toughest critic. And so um, I'm very harsh on myself um, because this is my craft. This is what I do mm. um, for a profession. And it's just, I enjoy listening to it. Um, you know, because it brings back to that time of, you know, being right there in the knockouts um, in front of four amazing coaches. And I enjoy listening to it. It's just, um, you're definitely your toughest critic. And it's just, <laughs> it's, um, it's definitely a little nerve wracking, you know, listening to it back, but I still enjoy it. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're proud of yourself because I'm proud of you. Well, thank you. You you are most welcome. We're about to close, and I want to thank everyone for joining Ms. Bailey Ray and I today live on air with Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Who would you like to give a shout-out to? I definitely want to give a shout-out to all of my <laughs> supporters back home and the... <laughs> amount of support that has been in my small little town has absolutely been insane. Um, whether it's billboards or signs or just the congratulations. I mean, it's the family, the friends, the supporters have been absolutely 
so, I mean, this has just been so cool. And I'm so, so blessed to have amazing supporters. Including your website and your socials. Where can everyone find you? What would be the best go-to? I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Baylor Music. And I also have a website at BaylorMusic.com. I have, you know, the singles that Steven has been playing um, on any streaming platforms that you get your music. Um, I have two singles out, so y'all go check me out. Thank you, Barely Ray. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you, NBC, The Voice. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. Ms. Bailey Ray. Thank you. You Thank you. Most welcome. Never been this lonely by Bailey Ray. Socials and let's connect. 